We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's going on, everybody? Rob Doster here for the Field of 60. Today, we are bringing you another episode in our Off the Carousel series, where we will be joined by each and every new head coach to the Division I ranks. There are almost 60 of them. We're going to be rolling these out a couple of days throughout the month of May and the month of June. So make sure that you subscribe to the channel. And if you like this interview, don't be afraid to tap that like button. That stuff really does help our channel and help our presence on YouTube. It helps more people like you find this content. And since I have you guys here, make sure that you check out our Instagram and TikTok pages. We are going to be pumping out more unique content over there throughout the summer heading into next season. Like, for example, did you know that Penny Hardaway was shot when he was a player in college? I bet you didn't know that. There are more stories like that on those pages. The links are in the description below. So now, without further ado, let's get into another edition of Off the Carousel. Lucas Harkins here, back with the Field of 68's Off the Carousel series. It is great to be joined today by new Evansville head coach, David Ragland. Thank you for taking the time. Welcome to the show, coach. Hey, thanks for having me, Lucas, man. I, obviously, we got to know each other over this past year, but uh, consider you a friend and love what you do. So, uh, again, thanks for having me. Right back at you, coach. Uh, and then, obviously, with your change now, how did this kind of come to be? What was the process like uh, for you to take the head job at Evansville? Yeah, so uh, we're, we're in our minds. My wife and I, our family was uh, settling in with the transition at Butler. And, uh, got a call one day about our interest and uh, the opportunity to interview here at Evansville. Um, being from Evansville, growing up on UE basketball, AC basketball at the Robert Stadium, um, you know, obviously there's, there's a lot of things that uh, set well with uh, me, my family to. Uh, be interested in the job. And, and as the process went on, and, you know, I got to communicate with Dr. Ziggy and uh, the search firm. Uh, there's just a lot of things lined up that made sense. Uh, you know, everyone talks about alignment and alignment is who you're, you're working with. You know, not one person solidifies the success of any program or any organization. Uh, it takes a village, and Dr. Ziggy is, is 100% in on the athletic program. Uh, and our, our president, uh, Perez P, is 100% you know, locked in on the, the 
progress that needs to be made on our campus. And there's so many people in this community that, that love it, love the community, love the, the campus community of, of U of E and love the program. That it was just a, a situation that lined up perfectly for us. Yourself an Evansville native, what does it mean not only to be back in your home state, which you made the move back last year, but now back uh, to your home city? Uh, what is it about this particular area that's special to you? Yeah, I mean, it's it's what I know. You know, I, I think, you know, I, one of my mentors would always say, you don't know where you're going unless you know where you've been. And the, the people in this community, in this state, have done a lot for me and my just my, my, my life, <laughs> uh, obviously my career, but just my maturation as a man. And I, th I think when you get to a certain point, you know, I, I, and I, I went through this when my father was, was sick and, and crossing over, that's an opportunity for you to give back, you know, for everything that those individuals have done for you. So for me, this community, this state has done a ton for me. Uh, I've touched almost every university with, you know, Vincennes, Indiana State, Valpo, you know, uh, but to be able to, to give back and help these young men uh, just live out their hopes, desires, dreams, and goals at a place that means so much to me is, is a dream come true. And, you know, what do you think makes you in particular a good fit um, for Evansville? And maybe what are some of the things that you'd like to become maybe your calling cards um, or key characteristics that you particularly bring to a program? You know, I think it's, it's energy. You know, I, I think that's the one thing about this program that I, I grew up knowing and is the energy. Like those, those games, you know, 10,000 strong every night. Uh, people will come here and I actually spent some time with uh, one of the members on the 71 championship team. And there were other programs around here that will come to Robert Stadium because we had the biggest arena for a while and, and we would pack that place out. So my energy, my passion for it is, is what I want to be known for. Um, then you have a community and a fan base that's a little bit restless, you know, right now, but, but restless means you're passionate about it, mm -hmm. that you care. And I think we share that with each other, a passionate fan base, passionate coach, passionate staff, and, and a, a hungry team that wants to be successful. So, you know, we're, we're going to play hard every single night. We're going to be passionate. Like, if you really want to be as good as you want to be as a player, as a coach, you have to work at it. You have to be passionate about it. And you have to show that every single day. You know, and then, then you just have to be consistent with it. So I think with the energy, with the consistency, with the energy, um, then putting in the work, are the things that, that we want to be known for, the program known for, um, you know, just committed to it every single day. That, that's that's got to be the goal. So it's, it's going to be tough. You now I told the team, winning is extremely hard. Uh, it, it's really, really hard, but it's a lot of fun. You know, so if you put in the work, you commit to it, and you're with the people that you're with, connected with them every single day, teammates, coaches, et cetera, then everything that you work for, it pays off in the end. You talk about your passion and energy, but what was it um, that really got you into coaching in the first place? Yeah, just I think my, my passion for wanting to help young people become better people. Um, you know, I, I told the story, you know, with, with the search firm, just how 
my father, you know, he, one of, his family's huge, but, um, you know, just big, coming from a big family in Columbus, Ohio, he moved, him and my parents, him and my mom met in Vincennes, got married at a young age, moved to Evansville where he didn't know anyone and made his own way. Worked at an aluminum company for 30 plus years and just showed up, worked hard every single day with a smile on his face. And he lived with cancer for 15 years and found a way to help other people and not, not be inward toward what he was going through or how he was feeling. Um, so his hard work, his commitment to that was how it raised, how it was raised. Then my mother, she worked in the YMCA for years and she worked with at-risk youth uh, called a diamonds program. Mm -hmm. And this diamonds program, if you have a single mother or your father or neither, maybe a grandparent or just a guardian, my mother helped what her and her staff helped them like see a different life, you know, see a, see some positive, see an opportunity, um, kind of get focused on the academics and, and good habits, you know, outside of their household and how they were raised. And, be, and be, because of that, there were doctors, lawyers, teachers, um, an individual is now running that program that was in that program as a student. Um, so I'm a servant leader. My parents were. I think people, young people, they do as they see, not as they're told. So for my parents' hard work and servant leadership, that's what created my passion to help young people become better people. Mm -hmm. I'm just doing it through basketball. This isn't your first head coaching job, though it is your first at the Division One level. Uh, what did you learn from your time at Vincennes and then maybe from the head coaches you've worked with the last few years um, to prepare you for this particular position? Yeah, it, it's so funny, man. I, I think everyone has a plan so they hit, get hit in the, in the mouth. <laughs> and at 27, being a head coach at Vincennes University, it's storied program, uh, you know, many, many pros and multiple championships. Um, you know, a lot of division one and, you know, four year players have come from that program. I had a plan and it was detailed. Uh, but then you, you realize you're working with people and your plan gets diverted a lot of times. And the basketball part sitting in this seat, sometimes I take a, a back seat, uh, whether it's community engagement, whether it's, you know, we're doing interviews right now, but, um, you know, there's so many different directions that you're getting pulled into that you have that that comes with the job and it and it's it's an obligation it's a responsibility to kind of become the ceo of the program mm -hmm. um, you know so that those things i didn't know i wasn't prepared for it at 27 sure. now i know at, at 41 um, and then just being with uh, man i've been blessed to be with so many so many good good coaches good basketball families, great communities, man. I, I could go on and on for, for days, but uh, every single coach from Greg Lansing to Chris Chans to John Brennan to Matt Lottick were first year division one head of coaches. And I was able to sit there with them and put together a plan of how we want our culture to look, how we want to recruit, 
how we want to connect with people, how we want to just the inner workings of a, of a program. How do we want to go about it? And some were great, great plans, but once we executed it, it was okay. Some were really good plans and we ran with it. Some we just adjusted to make really good executions. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that was, that was just really, really uh, beneficial for me. Then going to Utah State, which I've never in a million like years planned on going out that way, was the best thing for myself, professionally, for my family. Uh, Craig Smith understood his assignment, as the young people would say, you know, nowadays. But uh, it was a program kind of like Evansville, you know, a program that was a little bit restless, but very, very passionate, uh, committed to come and support but just needed some new energy, needed some new blood, needed some, had really good players that staff previously did an unbelievable job recruiting great people that were good basketball players. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just hadn't clicked yet. And I watched Craig every single day with the energy, with the commitment, with the passion, with the consistency, just get that program where it always needs to be and, and where it's going to continue to be. Um, then going to the Butler was, was just, it was unique. It was great. Uh, I mean, it's so, it's historical building a passionate fan base, an unbelievable leader and, and about Jordan as a person, you know, every young person, that's who you want to be. Uh, great family man, strong in his faith, uh, great balance. Uh, you know, coach, coach taught me to, enjoy it you know that you can get caught up in so many different things and you know what's going here what's going there but enjoy the journey you know you're, you're leading young men to be better people enjoy it embrace it uh then coach mata we were we were together for a month but man that dude is efficient uh he he just he's so simple and i don't mean that disrespectfully but you know it, it's more wisdom you know, I think you should get, get older. Uh, now, in your younger years, you want to do, do it all. Uh, and that's not realistic. But as you get more mature and you learn and get wise, it, it's you get more efficient on prioritizing. And he's he knocks it out of the park that way. So uh, that's been my journey, man. I've, I've been fortunate. Well, speaking of that journey, you've already experienced two stints as an assistant in the Missouri Valley uh, with Valpo and Indiana State. How did those roles, well, what did those roles necessarily teach you about the Missouri Valley, and how do you think that sets you up for this position? Yeah, I mean, the Missouri Valley is a basketball league, <clears throat> very, very strong in its history. You got multiple championships that have been accomplished in this league. Uh Recent in the passing years, Final Four runs, uh, like you're on a national stage. Uh, you're going to play against really good players every night. You're going to compete against really good coaches every night. And you're playing in front of a, a really good crowd, and you're going to the places that you're going to play in front of really good crowds, passionate fan bases that are ready to boo you the second you walk off the bus. Uh, so it's a, it's a fun league. Uh, multiple years where multiple teams have went to the NCAA tournament, have made sweet 16 runs, 
just deep tournament runs. Uh, there's there's so much success that has been done in this conference. Um, it, it's going to be it's going to be a fight. It's going to be a war every night, but but it's going to be a lot of fun, something to embrace. Um, and at at Indiana State, you know, we were just coming in it with uh, you know Coach Lansing, uh, his first head coaching job, and we we were really really good at getting local talent, uh, you know, Terre Haute, Rockville, Marshall, uh, you name it. And those guys grew up on Indiana State basketball and were passionate about it. Uh, so our four years of, of success was the, the best stretch of success the program's ever had. Mm -hmm. uh, but we did it with, you know, people from, from around the community. Uh, and Coach did a great job orchestrating that. Uh, really good staff that was a lot of fun to be around. It didn't seem like work because we enjoyed each other that much. Um, then at, that Valpo, we were making transition, you know, from Horizon to the Missouri Valley. And I think every team that does that, uh, you know, we did it at, at Northern Kentucky. Um, you know, Loyola did it when they first came into the league. Uh, you know, Butler's going through it currently. You know, it takes some time to to understand how the league operates uh, within your your university, uh, then within your program. Uh, but we were working through that, uh, and I, I think at the end of the day, I, both places we had really good players that were even better people, and that's the reason why we had some success uh, in a in a league where it, it's a fight like every single night. So. Uh, it's prepared me to be here, and, and we'll do the same thing. We'll recruit really good players that are even better people that understand this competitive league, and you have to get ready to fight every single night. You talked about using those local ties uh, while you were at Indiana State, and it seems like you're already kind of pulling that in with Evansville here. Lots of familiar faces um, to the fan base with regards to your staff. What can guys like – Craig Snow and Marcus Wilson, as well as the rest of your staff, bring to the program? And how important is it to emphasize those local ties to a program with tr such tradition? Yeah. I mean, they lived it. You know, they, they lived it where we're trying to and, – and Coach Mato would say this all the time. A lot of times when you're recruiting, you're recruiting a vision. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times you, you create – and we did this at Northern Kentucky. We were recruiting a vision with no proof. No proof that it's ever been done before. We were we were telling those players, leave your footprint, create something that's never been created here, and everyone's going to remember you because of it. Well, with Craig and Marcus, they've done it. They've lived it. They wore the jersey. They walked in these halls. They played in those games. So they're passionate about it. And, and I'm, I want to make sure we bridge the gap between the past and our, and our current roster and even our future, future roster. No better way to do it with guys that have done it mm -hmm. and are passionate about it, got the degrees here, have been successful here. Uh, I think with that, it, it just, it brings the community closer. It brings your basketball family of UE from the time it started to now closer. Uh, and it does, it helps with recruiting. Uh, you know, but young people and people, period, 
I think they feel what's real and they feel your passion. They feel like you can give them your, your, your pitch and talk about what you're going to do as a program and recruit them, but they're going to feel how you, how you are going to make that happen with how you, how you deliver it. And with Craig and Marcus, they're, they're going to do that. Uh, they believe in this place, uh, which gonna, is going to help our current roster and our future roster believe. Obviously, rosters change over your first few years, and it's hard to really get into exactly what you're wanting to play. But long term, what is your vision for what style of basketball you want to play um, as Evansville's head coach? Yeah. I mean, we our biggest thing, we just – we want to be competitive every night. We want to make it hard for other teams that score on us, uh, hard for other teams that uh, come away with it with a win. They're going to get it. They're going to earn it. Uh, you know, so we we want to be a defensive-minded team. Um, defensive rebounding, that's how you win championships. Like, you never know how your offense is going to travel. You better be able to defend. You better, better rebound. Uh, then you give yourself an opportunity to get out and transition. Everyone wants to play fast, but you better do the other part in order to get yourself in transition quick. Uh, you know, I want to recruit guys and have guys that can dribble, pass, and shoot. It helps you make decisions. It helps you be harder to guard offensively. You got five guys that can dribble, pass, and shoot, make good decisions that are high assist guys, low turnover guys. You got a chance. You got a chance at making high percentage shots, whether it's at the rim or living at the free throw line or making wide open threes. But I want to play for each other. I want to play with great pace. I want to play downhill. But it all starts on the defensive end. It all starts with hard work. It all starts with a mentality that you have to bring every single day to, to be connected, work together, and take defense, the tips, the flexion, steals, turn them into offensive opportunities, high percentage shots. But I want to space the floor out, get downhill, play for each other. Culture is one of the most often discussed terms in college basketball these days. But what are some of those characteristics that you're hoping to be as central parts of your program? I mean, the biggest thing is just, I think culture is what you do every day. You put all kinds of stuff up on the wall, and that looks great. Like you can look at my wall, I have nothing on my wall. But it's what you do. Uh, you know, and I just, I want our guys that have high energy, be really, really positive in, in their, their selves. Like you have to believe in yourself, number one. Mm -hmm. Then believe in your teammates. Again, I, I, people feel that. People feel that love. People feel that belief. And they'll feel when you're not loving them and when you're not believing them. So you got to bring that every day. You just got to work your tail off. Like if you say you want to be a really good player, you got to be honest with yourself mm -hmm. and know if you're giving everything you got or, or not. And if you're not, hey, I'm, I'm going I'm to address it. And my staff's going to address it. That you said you want to be as good as you want to be. You want to be a pro, which everybody wants to be. You better be committed to it. You better work at it. Um, but I, I just want that every single day. I, I, and, and it's okay to do it. And I know this group, like I talk to every single one of them. They are excited. They are hungry. They're starving to be successful. And I love that. Like I'm hungry too. But the first day, it's, it's easy because of the energy. Second day, probably the same. 
at the first week, second week, third week, you know, you got to have that same passion every single day. So if we can do it with some consistency, sky's the limit. Like nobody puts a limit on what you can be individually. Like you do that to yourself, you know, and then as a team, if you're cohesive and you all do it together, you can't put a cap on that. Like we had no clue going out to the Utah State how good we would be. Mm-hmm. Our goal was to be better every single day. And because of it, we went 28 games and go to the NCAA tournament. The following year, we went 26 and go to the NCAA tournament. Well, COVID kind of put a cap on it. But the mentality was to show up every single day, give everything you have to yourself, to your teammates, to your coach. Simple as that. And as you begin recruiting now for a new program, now let's take a look back. What was maybe your funniest or most entertaining recruiting story you've had um, throughout your career to this point? Man, there, there's there's a, a lot of them. <laughs> uh, I, I would say the most interesting one, uh, we're sitting at dinner and we're, we're with the recruit. I, I won't say names, but uh, let's just say this young man was working through the maturation process and uh, I look over at one time, at one point, and someone in this camp is, like, cutting his steak up for him. <laughs> and I'm like, what is going on? Like, what are we doing? It was just bizarre. Uh, we ended up getting him, <laughs> which I'm like, hey, maybe next time I'll cut your steak. But, no, uh, it just – it just with the one thing – and and about uh, Jordan will always say that, say this, this phrase is we got to teach these young people how to fish mm-hmm. and it's okay to do things for them, to give them the blueprint of here's what you need to do. Here's how you need to be successful in the classroom or, or whatever, but we got to show them how to do it on their own. Mm-hmm. And that was bizarre. It was hilarious. Uh, I, I still to this day give him and, this individual hard time about it, but uh, and, and he's doing phenomenal. Actually, he's learned how to fish. Currently, was a correction officer, now a coach, just doing phenomenal as a person. But uh, he had a long ways to go at that point. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks so much for coming on the show today, Coach. I uh, wish you the best of luck in year one uh, at Evansville. Thanks so much, man. Appreciate you. Look forward to saying connect. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? 
Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.